friends and welcome to Creation and the Creator episode 2. And in this series we explore how as Christians it's important that we take care of God's beautiful creation and the ways in which that we can do that. And in episode 2 we are diving into waste food waste in particular, and later on in a future date, we will look at plastic waste. So I am Laura Dygan. I am the minister at White Inch Church and also a regular contributor to Sanctuary First and member of the team. And my co-host today is Laura Miller. Hello, Laura. Hello. How are you? What have you been up to? I am good. I am enjoying February. It's a little bit more sunny and that has been I mean I don't know winter wasn't winter wasn't easy wasn't easy for any of us was it yeah I know it's a we had um last recorded in I think it was October um so that was our last episode um at the end of last year and actually do you know Laura um since we last spoke I've got it down here um it was announced that 2023 was the hottest year on record and that the Antarctic sea ice dropped to a record low. Um, and so scientists believe that this is um, has actually been driven by human-caused um, climate change. So it's uh, very sobering, isn't it? Very difficult, very difficult to... Um, that's It's quite frightening to hear that, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. And I think for a lot of people, actually, it, it becomes like you're um, like stalled, you know, in a way, and it can be too challenging, you know, and you think, well, oh, that that's like huge. What impact can I make? You know, that's just like too much. Um, and it becomes overwhelming. And I do know a lot of people are actually feeling like anxious about the future and what it might hold for us. Yeah, completely. And that is, it. we've spent this morning talking about the issues and um, leading up to this, that's been the predominant theme, hasn't it? Is how can we personally make changes ourselves um, without feeling frozen by the, 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 I mean, those statistics, they're just, they're mind blowing. Yeah. That they really are, and it's like I, I even like because I'm not good with numbers, you know, I'm really not. But in my brain, kind of shuts down, um, you know, when I start, and it can just mean like, and I think I get it why a lot of people think, well, there's nothing I can do, so I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to change my lifestyle because it's not going to make an impact to to the environment. It's not going to make a difference. But actually, little changes can. You know, and I do think, and I think we do need to be encouraging each other, you know, to take responsibility. Because I think as as we take responsibility, we actually feel a wee bit more in control. We feel that we are actually empowered and can do something. And and it might seem that like when we're my my vision for these podcasts and this series is is actually we start small. We start on the little things we can do in our houses. And then we move to the bigger issues as we gain confidence and knowledge and feel, yeah, I'm empowered. 
actually we look at then at the bigger things that um, can impact on you know big business corporations governments I mean all morning that's actually what it's come back to hasn't it when we've been talking about this issue we've come back to our own home lives and our own situations and maybe things and changes we've done ourselves yeah aye and it's just that it's that feeling of of um control because I know myself like you you touched on the fact that it's nicer weather you know it's uh you're feeling brighter and I have to say I am feeling brighter now that 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 it seems spring-like but actually we're recording this in mid-February and central Scotland and Glasgow and actually normally at this time of year we're battling um cold cold weather sometimes we're getting a blast of snow you know that's uh, that's you know maybe taking us out for about a week we can't get out and about and it's very spring-like I've noticed the buds are starting to come on the on the the bushes when I've been walking the dogs and uh, a lot of people know uh, that I've got you know I've got a horse and my son's got horses um, and it's really important to us like when we check when the grass is going to be coming because um, you know that's when summer grazing starts and summer gra- you know so summer grazing happens whenever you get 10 degrees you know consistently you know, for, for, you know, a couple of weeks. And that's when the grass starts growing. Mm-hmm. I have clocked that it is 10 degrees, you know, the past few days. Mm-hmm. It has reached 10 degrees. And so, it, to me, it's a wee bit disconcerting that, yeah, I'm liking the brightness. Yeah, like the snowdrops and the bulbs are starting to come up. But actually, it's unseasonable because usually at this time of year in, in central Scotland, it has been... A bit chilly, a bit chilly. So, I, I mean, Laura, I, I imagine that because you are noticing things around about you, environment-wise, and how the weather is, this is making this. It's a hugely, it's it's, it's a matter straight to your heart, isn't it? As to, it's motivating you to go. Well, what else can I do? Yes, that is it exactly. It's it really has like it, it's it's made me think. Right, I need to take action here because this can only get worse this can only accelerate you know and like year on year and it's like I need to feel that I am doing something um to to play my part um so I've got some I've got some figures here Laura like we're thinking about food waste today because well food waste is actually something that we can control you know we we can in our own in our own houses mm-hmm. and in our own lives we can we can act to try and combat it. Now, looking at the figures, I had went online and I had found that between, actually between 4.5 and 6.4 million tonnes of food and drink in a year is wasted by people in the UK. Yeah, that's huge. It is, it is like absolutely bonkers, that. Which is about £14 billion worth of food. And drink, which is roughly about sixty pounds a month for an average family with children, and of that waste, forty-five percent is actually food is is fruit and veg yeah. that's wasted, and also looking as well, um, the data suggests that twenty-five percent of the food we cook is wasted because we prepare and cook and serve too much. So there's there's a whole lot there that actually 
is like well it's frightening actually when you think about all that waste and we were before we began recording we were trying to work out like how much waste that is individually and what it would maybe look like and so it would be about 95 kilograms per person a year which is a hundred bags of sugar yeah if you tell me in bags of sugar i can picture it um so that would suggest laura that there may be our households are people that if they thought about how they are using the food that they're getting in is a is it possible that there's ways that they could do it more efficiently yeah and do you know i'm going to admit right i was one of these people who um would because as a single person actually it can be really quite difficult to work out how much food I need, you know, and uh, I would buy stuff, you know, I'd seen it, and especially like, you're going in the supermarkets and you're seeing deals and you're thinking, oh, I, oh, that looks really nice, oh, these strawberries look lovely, I'll get them, I'll buy this, I'll buy that, and you buy the stuff, um, and but you don't eat it all, <laughs> and then it goes to waste, and also I had been looking like, I've got tons and tons of stuff in the cupboards that I've not used. And actually, it was probably a couple of months ago, I actually went through it and the amount of stuff that I chucked out because it was out a day and I hadn't used it. It was it was quite mind boggling, you know, and uh, I have like my wee grandchildren, you know, come and visit as well. And I buy in, you know, food and a whole load of goodies. And then, um, you know, they eat meat and I don't, you know. And so if they haven't ate it, I was just chucking it, you know, I was just like, oh, I'll just, it just goes out in the bin. And actually, I was quite, um, when I realised how much I was throwing out, I was really quite, I was really quite ashamed, you know, because, well, it does have an impact on the environment, all this um, food waste, doesn't it? So, Laura, you and your, it's it's great that you're able to say to people, look, and and tell people what your 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 actual situation is. So you are aware yourself. There's there's things that um it's made you want to do differently, yeah. So that uh-huh. you are you're balancing that more. Is is that so? What's that kind of made you think about? Um. Well, it it has made me think about well, what actually happens. You know. So what happens to all this waste? Because it would be going to landfill I'm assuming you know so if it's going to landfill what's actually happening what's being produced you know is it and I think if I'm right um if especially if it's like fruit and veg and there's like loads of it it actually produces more methane doesn't it yeah this is something that I mean my my heart is all about composting that's everything that (laughs) I think about um because I'm very fortunate that I'm able to do that and we do have the scheme in Glasgow where there are the food bins um, but um, even in in itself ideally you know that's a topic in its own as to what happens to things that when they do go out and um, what effect does that have on the environment but at the moment it's like looking at well what can we do in the house that um, helps us to to look after because you know what see See, for me, every time we've, we've talked about this this morning, I'm like, it's it's a whole big picture for me is families nowadays, um, they're having to think really carefully about their budgeting. They're having to think really carefully maybe about different dietary needs that are going on in the family, 
all sorts of stuff. So we're trying really hard to, to say things from an, an honest, this is how it works for us point of view, because we want people to go, you know what, maybe there are things I could do a bit differently. Um, and if I do that, not only is that going to have less stuff going to landfill, less stuff to be dealt with, is it actually going to help me um, have um, better finances? Is it going to help me, yeah. you know, with, with the whole picture? Yes, uh-huh. Yeah, especially with the climate that we're living in just now, the financial climate, we are, actually we are poorer, you know, because of um, inflation. Um, and uh, I was... I was watching the news like this week and I think it was Monday and they had said about how actually we are poorer. We are poorer than we were like a few years ago. So actually it isn't just, it's not just about actual food waste and how we impact the environment. This can actually help us financially as well and it can help us to to budget and help us like make our, our, our food that we're buying um, last longer um, and, and giving us a wee bit extra yeah, in our pocket and I was thinking as well about the waste that, that we're like that some of us are producing you know a lot of us are producing and I was thinking about that spiritually as well you know and thinking about how we're you know God created us to be stewards of the earth you know to look after the resources now the word steward makes me, me laugh because I had a, I, I, someone made a joke about me recently <laughs> um, because I, I had people around to my house and I served a lovely stew. <laughs> and they said that's good stewardship. But Laura, can you explain kind of what that word means? Well, yes. So I think over over the years, right, it, it, like people have taken it as in that we have dominion over the earth. Okay. But like we I, own it. That like we it, own it. That we're we the lords. Can, this we is can it. take whatever we want from the earth. We can use all its resources because it's for us. But actually, when you look at the words, it doesn't mean that like plundering and taking the resources. What it actually means is, is like we become good stewards who care for and look after, and you know care for it for the next generation you know so so it's not just for us it's for you know the next generation and the next and the next and so that changes you know how how you think about it so the earth isn't just here for us to have dominion over and plunder it's for us to care for and look after and make sure that it's sustainable for the next generation and for all the creatures as well that that live upon it because we're all interconnected and so that interconnectedness means that well if if one species goes that impacts on the rest of us so you're saying like for for you 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 recognize um there's there's a practical side to it but you're like actually this is for you this is how your faith outworks in you this is something that matters to you because you think this is what it talks about, like God would say us to do. Is that what you would say? Yes. Uh huh. That's it exactly. Because when I when I when I was kind of confronted by how much waste I was producing, uh, I I was really um I, I went you know I went into the Bible and I'm looking well what does God say about what does God say about this all this waste, and uh, you know and I was thinking about um I've got a few notes here, um. Well, we've got in Exodus 16, 
you know, um, whenever um, the Israelites are in the desert and um, God tells them that they can take the manna, you know, to, to sustain them, to, to eat, but they've only to take enough that they need daily, you know, and God will provide more daily, but they've not to take more than what they actually need for that day. And also thinking about when um, Jesus fed the 5,000 in John 6, um, there was loads left over, but it then get put into baskets, you know, so there was nothing left, you know, there wasn't dumped, you know, it was like, well, I'm assuming that Jesus gave that to the people that needed it, you know, and blessed them with it. Um, and if you think as well about how, uh, we're encouraged to bless other people, you know, and to feed the poor, you know, in like Matthew 25, um, you know, so we're encouraged to feed the poor, but also to share what we've got, share with others, you know, so you can bless people. So when I was thinking about all this, you know, I really actually, I was repenting, you know, because I'm thinking, I'm really sorry, God, that I have um, wasted so much of this resource that you've provided and it it kind of made me even more you know like passionate about well what can we do you know about food waste you know because food's essential for life we need to eat um you know we need to eat so how do we make sure that we have enough and but we're not wasting it so you've looked when you've looked at the bible you've seen patterns of what God would want us to do which is to be careful yes um, uh-huh. and possibly be ready to be sharing yes uh-huh yeah exactly that if there is anything left over then you know it's like well how can we use it how can we bless other people you know as there are people we know that you know maybe need something or actually do you just want to surprise somebody by something lovely you know within my family like food is the the love language um like my granddad um he was polish but his english wasn't that great and that's how he showed he loved you you know he would make you a feast you know but the thing was is like that never got wasted because we would still be eating it you know for the next few days um and he would he had a thing about or no waste you know you, you never wasted anything because he had came from a place where there was real hardship um so that was the thing he wanted to make sure his family ate really well um but he thought like he was like he was recycling before people recycled you know he was uh, and he would take he, he would make you know he would think well how can I make you know things but and so in a way again I feel like well actually we all mark kind of waste and actually it's probably not it's not deliberate it was just like not thinking actually not being ignorant and not thinking um and thinking oh well you know it, not thinking about how to use it not thinking that it was important to save it you know but I, I kind of deviated from actually the way that I was brought up by having all this waste but I know that you, Laura, actually, you've come from a background, you grew up um, in a family that was really careful with foods, weren't you? And and how you, you know, used leftovers, how you stored things. And um, so can you share that with people? Yeah, I'm, I was smiling when you were talking about your uncle um, because I'm, I was born in the 70s and looking back, my mum and dad provided for our family with a lot of the skills that I see some people are turning to just now because they're realising we need them but the whole way that 
money was managed and uh, food was managed was by taking care with what they bought, by thinking carefully and planning. And um, my mum was, she was, well, she was a good cook, which helped, um, but she also would be careful in how things were, like she was a jam maker and, and did all those things. That, I mean, they're difficult because people are trying to balance their lives just now. So we've been talking this morning, haven't we, about what ways what ways can that actually be done? And, and maybe there are some things that people can do, even within the restrictions they've got. And you know, the funny thing is a lot of it is the skills that have been passed down, but maybe we've missed them. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, I think that's that's probably a big thing because probably I would say maybe the last couple of generations, you know, because if I'm thinking about my granddad, um, you know, being really frugal, and then that's past. That was a, like my uncle. Um, he uh, I'd shared it with you earlier about you know he'll go and like get all the yellow sticker stuff, you know, and then he shares it, you know, amongst the family. Again, it's like a. a, a this love language, you know, this is how we show we love you. And, like, so then it would be, like, um, you know, you'd put it in the freezer. So my uncle gets stuff for me that's on the yellow sticker. I put it in my freezer. You know, he does the same for my mum, my brother, uh, my, my son. You know, so we're all benefiting from this. But he's kept that same kind of mindset that he had growing up with my granddad. But I don't know, like, there was some somewhere that I feel has been lost and not just in my family like with me but in other families as well it's um maybe as like things become more convenient and there's more choice in supermarkets and maybe as we've become you know more affluent um as a society that actually we've not had to we've not had to think about this and so many of us are so busy as well you know so it's like well instead of making things for scratch you know like I did home economics at school like at higher level so I learned how to cook and make things from scratch and plan menus but it was like that all went out the window you know and I think for a lot of people like life gets in the way and you're so busy uh, with family and work and all the rest of it, that you look you look for convenience and well supermarkets they give us convenience. They do, and this is where this topic gets really difficult, doesn't it? Because there mm-hmm. there are people who um, the way that I think in my head is there are going to be people no matter what. In order to get food on the table, it needs to be quick and it needs to be cheap and it needs to be affordable. Yeah. Um. So when you're in that position, it's not easy to maybe think about what you can do to, to, to do this, but maybe there are practical, maybe there are practical things. I mean, you're, you're saying yourself, Laura, it's, sometimes it's knowing what's in your cupboard, sometimes it's knowing what ingredients you've got um, and knowing what to do with them. Because I remember we were talking earlier about, um, I would say the biggest thing for me is, and a lot of it is because I saw it growing up, is experimenting with doing things um, so that I know what to do. I know what to do with my yeah. leftovers. Uh-huh. I know what to do um, when um, I've got something and I think, um, you know, just practical things like that. 
Yeah, I had because I had actually thought um, about. I thought, oh, we could make a video. We had mind uh, ready, steady, cook, and uh, you get a bag, and you didn't know what was in it. You know the people in it; they didn't. So you had a, the green and the 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 red peppers and the green peppers, and they didn't know what was in the bag, <laughs> and they just had to make something with whatever was in the bag. You know? Do you know, yeah. it's funny you say that because um, I'm aware from myself that, I mean, I made a, a challenge to myself that I wanted to reduce the amount of stuff that was, was going out. Uh-huh. And some of the difficulty with that can mean you're not always eating the thing that you fancy. Um, uh. If you've got food in the house and you are going to go, I'm going to have to eat that, I'm going to have to make sure that's eaten up. Uh-huh. It, it sometimes means lowering your expectations. <laughs> um and uh, I mean, it's it's hard to talk about these things practical because I know what I've done f- um, for myself. But Laura, what kind of things have you done? Because um, you're saying you've you've noticed this and you've wanted to make changes. So what are the things that you've changed? So um, so what I've changed is is um, I've started um, to get a, a veg box. So I've looked. I've got. I, I thought. Well, I'm going to try and eat locally, um, and so. There's sometimes there's things in this veg box that comes that I'm like, I don't even know what that is. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> laughing over here because Laura and I have ended up doing the same thing coincidentally. So we're both experimenting with the same thing. Um, so I know exactly what she's talking about. So a veg box is something that we looked for. Um, we looked to see what there was locally uh-huh. and see what could be done. And we get that delivered yes. to us and uh-huh. we, we pay for that. It is costing more than the supermarket stuff. Yes. The pros are that some of the food's been amazing but I have yeah I have seen things that I've never cooked before <laughs> yeah I so that's it that it's it's um it's kind of been it's been good creatively you know so it's increased my knowledge actually of what vegetables you can get that can be grown locally um I also and actually what I've what because I'm I'm conscious of the fact that I don't want to waste anything, even if I'm like, I don't really know if I want to eat that, you know? Um, and so I have been eating it, and also I've been thinking about, I've been expe- looking online, looking for recipes, and also, because I'm on my own, um, I've been sharing it. I've been sharing it with my son, I've been sharing it with my mum and dad, whatever I cook, you know, so, um, which is really nice, you know, especially when we get to eat together, which is lovely. Um, so that's really good. The other thing that I have been doing, and I'm going to, um, I'm going to show these actually. So these kind of jars, um, my mum gets me these like filled with chocolate for um, so that I can do cooking with the young people um, in the youth club and um, the, the church. And I've been recycling them and I've been um, filling them um, with like bulk buys, you know, of like porridge or pasta or rice, um, things like that. But also there is a sustainable shop in... Um, in um, Glasgow at the West End at the West End yeah where actually you can go in and you can just get what you need so it doesn't even need to be big big tubs like that big jars like that you can take in let's see like a little recycled um, yogurt pot or a little recycled like um, butter uh, container things like that just whatever you need they've even got like herbs and spices the downside is is um, you have to go <laughs> you know yeah. you're actually having to go and do this um 
uh, you're having to like measure it out, you're having to think, you're also having to think in advance about like meal planning. But um, this was something that, see, especially like um, last year, last year I was finding it, um, I, I found it like quite financially, quite, you know, a strain. Um, and I was looking online about how, actually, you know, how how can I reduce my costs? Mm-hmm. And actually, I came across some really good sites and some really good um, people, especially on Facebook, that were doing, like, you know, feeding your family for, like, £20. They had meal plans. Um, and you're thinking, well, if I, um, if I kind of, you know, divide that by four, then that would be what it would be for, like, a single person. And so they found that. That was a really useful thing as well. Um, to do, uh, and I'm trying to think, you know, what else have I been, would, would, now, what I would like to do, Laura, um, but I've actually got the fear about, because um, I, I would really like to be able to, like, do jams and pickling, um, but I'm, I'm a wee bit fearful of, like, how to do that, because I thought that would, like, because you, again, on a lot of the sites I was looking at, especially the ones from America, you know, and how you can reduce food waste, how you can reduce, actually, like, your, your budget, you know, reduce your food budget as well, they were, like, canning and pickling, and I'm like, oh, I would love to be able to do that, but I was, um, I was a wee bit worried that, I'm like, oh, what if I contaminate <laughs> Yeah, that is something that um, it's something I would highly recommend experimenting doing. Um, it does mean, I think when you're experimenting, one of the tricky things is you actually have to be prepared for things to go wrong before you get it right. Um, but in the last year, um, in our family, we've experimented with making jam, and once I'd once I'd mastered one, once I'd made one, I felt amazing, and great for Christmas gifts like seriously everybody got jam and um yeah that in itself happy topic but pickling pickling is another one that's actually it's a really easy way to look see if I've got like in the back of the fridge and there's half a cabbage and there's some carrots and they're looking a bit sad because I've used um it's it's one of those things it's really simple once you've you could look online and see a hundred complicated recipes and it's not it's vinegar water salt and sugar and a sterilized jar and once you've mastered that you can actually use different proportions and still get a decent result that's what I do with a lot of my leftovers and that's worked really well for things like you know something's on the sad end and you know it's just not nothing nothing's going to get done with it you don't have time to make soup that day and um, chop it up stick it in a jar and, and pickle it so Laura honestly the only way to, to do it is experiment and do it and that's where your jars come in it's like having stuff like my friends now save me jam jars big jam jars <laughs> because they know I'm, I'm going to do this yes. and it's it's actually shifted a whole big thing for me because that's a big thing to say that's actually moved me into from now on, I'm going to be giving people more homemade presents yeah. because I want them to have stuff that they're not going to be like, have to chuck out. Aye, yes. <laughs> um, so in itself, it's those small changes have then added up. Yeah. For me, they've added up to bigger changes. So yeah, it's this is your time to start experimenting um, with that mm-hmm. um, because that might that's going to generate other ideas, especially, like you say, how fun, you can share it. <laughs> I know. That's it, because it is the same. It'd be, 
I, I really feel like I would love to do it. I think I just need to step outside my comfort zone and uh, just give it a wee go. Uh, I was just going to say, um, just when we're talking on, it's we've been very aware talking about this, about people's budgeting. So just to remind people as well that there are potential possibilities. Not everybody knows where to look. If you're really struggling to look for your local food pantries, Mm -hmm. I know online I've tried there's some websites where you can get food that is going to be either chucked out or is going out of date yeah I will say it's been a bit hit and miss Uh but there's one of them I've found and um, it's stuff that's going to go into landfill and I like that's actually like don't tell everyone but that's actually where a lot of my Christmas presents came from so it's if you don't know what to do just now, use just now to research. Uh-huh. Use just now to have a look and ask friends and join groups. Join these groups that have, have got these discussions going um, so that you start finding, because it's got to fit for you. If it doesn't mm-hmm. fit for you, you're not going to keep up with it. No, that that is that is very true. Because uh, it's got to be able to you've got to be able to get passionate about it and think hey, this can work in my lifestyle and and yeah I can um I, I can do it um, and that's why we're encouraging people to start like where they are you know start where they are in their life you know you're talking there about an app my son actually there's one of the apps that he uses um and it's a, actually it's it's been great for them see whenever they've had no money um, or very little money um, and they've been able to go and actually pack up food that would have been chucked out. Oh, um, no, I've heard of uh-huh. this. Um, it would have been chucked out that day um, and they've been able to go and um, get great stuff because he'd be like, he's like, oh, mum, you need to try it out. You know, oh, it's, it's fantastic. You get great stuff. And lots of shops are actually on it because they're, well... A, they, they don't want to, like, lose out, you know. So they would rather get something, um, even if it's just a small amount of money, um, if for something, you know, that is actually very delicious, you know. So as in also, like, people trying maybe things that they've never tried before as well. I think some of it is hit and miss. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that, that's one. That's something that people can think about. So Laura, we're just our time is um coming to an end. Um and of all the things that we've been chatting about today, um, what would be your top tip for people um as they endeavour to try and reduce um their their food waste and be able to like, you know, take steps? Mm-hmm. Find things uh, that you enjoy doing. I find ways around about it that are creative and experiment. I can't emphasise that enough because um, it, only you are going to know, only you're going to know what it is that you need to, to do to work out in your, in your own family. Mm-hmm. And that's why we've tried really hard not to be too prescriptive here and more just yeah. think about ideas so that maybe this makes you go and, and go, that's yeah. it, I could, maybe, I could maybe give this a go. Yeah, uh-huh. and what I would say is... is um, I do know, I do think, as I said at the beginning, you know, a lot of people just feel overwhelmed about um, the what's happening to the planet, you know, the overheating, the effects of climate change, and they just feel that there is nothing that they can do. But I do think that actually we can take responsibility of our own wee place, 
you know, our own wee place in the world um, and we can take responsibility for ourselves and actually the impact we personally um, are making. And so these small steps actually I do think can they can influence other people you know so it's like when you get excited about something then you will you'll share it you know and maybe other people will want to like oh I could try that too oh is that right mm, and get involved so your efforts actually do have people notice and people are, can be influenced with what you say and what you do and your actions um and yeah and I do think as you get into it as you kind of start exploring it more, because I know that it started when I started investigating, you know, it has made me really passionate. And uh, once you start doing your research and once you start doing your wee bits, it can it can be bigger. And then we can make an actual bigger impact and we can create a movement that actually then um, really does help um, to care for God's creation. Yes. So thank you, Laura. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. It was a, I really enjoyed that chat. It was like I could could have went on for quite a, a bit further. Um, but I uh, look forward to our next discussion. Um, we will see everyone um, in, in a month's time. Um, we do have our Green Christian um, uh, group that's running the, the creation and the creator study group um, please do look at that at on the Sanctuary First website and it's under events and you'll be able to find out when the next date um, of that is um, so and we look forward to coming in and just exploring God's word and exploring what he's saying about how we care for his creation so you are very welcome to come and join us um, on that as well and just look out for more content coming from us over the next um, the next month um, a blog post and also a video as well so wait for it and check it out and any suggestions that you have for um, combating um, food waste um, please do uh, send them in to us um, and also let us know what topic you would like us to discuss um, because uh, yeah I know that I have like my things that I'm passionate about you as well Laura you've got things you're passionate about in regards to um, caring for God's creation and the environment um, but I would really like to know what others um, would like us to take a wee bit of a deep dive into and get exploring and looking for ways that as Christians we can um, we can like tackle it so friends uh, we look forward to seeing you and hearing from you um, again and listen out for the next podcast coming in a month's time so take care